0: Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I hope you guys had a fantastic Fourth of July. Hopefully, you enjoyed those barbecues, those family family time, friends, food, drinks, fireworks, whatever goes along with Fourth of July. Hope you guys had a safe holiday. Hopefully, you had a fun holiday. But now that that holiday is behind us, we're looking forward to the what's coming next. That's right, training camp is just around the corner. We're going to start to see teams starting to start their training camp, which means we're going to be starting to see real football in preseason. Yes, it's just preseason, but if you're a football fanatic like like I am, you look forward to seeing the players on the field. You look forward to the games. You look forward to the who's going to be the best player here. Who am I looking for? Who's the diamond, the gem that I'm looking for this season? We're going to find out more. We're going to look to, look to that more as the preseason the training camp gets going and with training camp and preseason we have our drafts that's right we look forward to our drafts so we can talk trash and talk about how my team's going to beat your team that's why hopefully i can help you win your leagues this year and make you a better fantasy football player Last week we talked about the, the the last time we talked about the AFC East, we talked about any teams that maybe can dethrone the Super Bowl champion New England Patriots. Likely won't happen this year. This time we're going to talk about the NFC East. Who's going to win the division? Who's going to be able to stamp their NFC East championship card and have a shot of making it to the Super Bowl in 2019? Let's go on ahead and jump right on into the podcast and talk about who I believe is going to be the NFC East champion and start with the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to be the NFC East champion just because of what I ha- what I see on offense. I, I, I see a very talented group led by Ezekiel Elliott, led by Amari Cooper and we're seeing Dak Prescott becoming a much better quarterback week in and week out. And we're also seeing that he can use he his legs as well. He doesn't always rely on his arms. He, he, he can get you points in, in, uh, with, his, with his legs as well. Scores touchdowns inside the five. But for me, it's Ezekiel Elliott, and it's the defense there in Dallas. I believe that this offense and defense, both sides of the ball, can be a top 12, top 15 um, overall unit, and that, that's that's pretty good to have, especially when you're looking to win a division. <laughs> and this, this is a team that I I think wasn't as good as – Maybe people thought they might be when Des Bryant left the team. They didn't have that number one option at wide receiver. As we saw when Amari Cooper did get traded to the Dallas Cowboys, they finally had that number one option there in the receiver. And the, w- the one thing that I found kind of humorous was everybody talking about how I can't believe the Cowboys gave up a, num- a first-round draft pick for Amari Cooper. I liked it because... You're, you're, you know the, what you're getting Amari Cooper. You know he's a good receiver. I don't think the Oakland Raiders used him like they should have in that offense. We saw what the Cowboys did with him last year. We saw what kind of receiver he can be in when used correctly. So you're going to tell me that you're worried about a, a first-round pick, but you're getting Amari Cooper, who is a very good wide receiver, one of the better ones in the league, and he's very young. He's still young. I love the trade. I loved what I saw of Amari Cooper, and I think that – the Cowboys need to try to find a way to re-sign him for the future just because of what he does in the offense. And we also saw what Michael Gallup um, started to emerge as the number two option there in that offense. And then we also have Randall Cobb, who signed with, the, with his team in the, in the offseason this year. But I think if I'm picking between the two, I'm obviously going to go with Gallup just because of his upside in that offense. We saw Gallup late in the season and in the playoffs last year show that upside, and I think that and more is going to make Dak Prescott a better player moving forward. Obviously this team is um Ezekiel Elliott's. This team is going to be going as Ezekiel Elliott does. And I it's personally I have um Saquon Barkley this year as the top player in football. But if you tell me Ezekiel Elliott's going to be the best player, I'm not going to say you're wrong. I think Elliott and Barkley are 1A, 1B, and 1C. I also think Christian McCaffrey should be considered one of the better plays in football this year as well. So if you're going to use the number one overall pick on one of those three running backs, I'm not going to say you're wrong if you use it for Elliott, if you use it for McCaffrey, if you use it for Saquon Barkley. (coughs) Sorry. All three are great players. So the NFC East has two really good players, two of the best players in football in Elliott and Saquon Barkley. We'll get to Saquon Barkley a little later when we talk about the Giants. But with Elliott, we know what he does on the ground. We know he's gotten better last year uh, catching the ball in the backfield. I think he's just going to get better and better. Maybe he's gotten his off-field issues out of the way as well, so he's going to be able to stay healthy and stay on the field. Elliott and this defense is why I like this team to win the East. If we jump on over to the Philadelphia Eagles, we're looking at a team that, yes, they have two really good running backs. Um, I was very high on Miles Sanders coming out of college, but the team he went to kind of hurt my feelings for Fantasy Wise just because... I don't trust the Eagles to get him the ball all the time. They still have Jordan Howard, who's signed in the offseason this year. Jordan Howard is a player that I thought, going to Philadelphia, okay, maybe he's going to be a good player. But then you have Miles Sanders. You still have Corey Clement. You have Wendell Smallwood. You have Josh Adams. It's a very very loaded backfield that have players that have shown that they can uh, have success in that offense. And we know the Eagles do use a committee approach with their running backs. Only way I'm going to be – Playing a lot of Sanders' is in best ball, where you um, where you where if you haven't done best ball, you take a bunch of players, they take your top quarterback to two top running backs, your three wide receivers. We'll talk about that more on another podcast with gameplay of DFS. But Sanders is a good best ball player. I don't know how great of a player he is for season-long regular redrafts just because of the committee approach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's much more, more much more likely for me to be a low-end RB2, maybe more of a flex play in my personal opinion. My rankings will come out later this month where I'll have all my players ranked, and I likely will have Sanders more of a low-end RB2. If we look at the wide receivers in Philadelphia, yes, they brought back Deshaun Jackson. Yes, he has big, play, big playability. Yes, he has upside, but I'm not sold on any of the wide receivers there in the offense. Alshon Jeffrey is a very good player, but I'm not a fan of his in fantasy-wise just because Carson Wentz likes to look at the tight ends. They have one of the better tight ends in football. If I'm going to be going with the pass catcher in Philadelphia's offense, I'm going Zach Ertz. Likely going to stay away from the running backs, and I'm likely going to stay away from the running backs. So that, that just puts me on Ertz and maybe a share or two of Wentz. But even with Wentz, his injury history pass kind of has me off him as well. And with my approach of quarterbacks, you know I don't take, like take quarterbacks very early. So if I'm looking at Wentz, I'm looking at probably Winston or I'm looking at Mayfield. or I'm looking at those kind of players who so I'm a little more higher on than Wentz just because of the offenses they run and what they're going to be expected to do and health-wise. And if we jump down to the New York football giants, this is a team that we saw was a disaster last year. But I think we have two really good plays on this team that you can trust in fantasy. Obviously, we have Saquon Barkley, and if people are worried about this team stacking maybe seven or eight in the box, I think you shouldn't have to worry about that. Barkley has, a, has an elite talent. He's one of the better players to come out of college in a long time. He's one of the best players to come out of college, obviously, uh, being that he's one of the better players in fantasy football and in football itself. Barkley is a elite talent. I don't think the seven or eight in the box is going to bother him. And we also realize that he's also going to get a lot of play in the passing game as well. I don't think you worry about Barkley. If you're thinking about taking Barkley with number one pick, take him. Don't worry about it. Don't second guess yourself. Obviously, if you want to go Elliott at number one or if you want to go Christian McCaffrey at number one, I'm not going to say no on either one of those as well. But don't let people talk you off of Barkley because he might see seven or eight in the box. He does plenty with that. He's done playing with that last year. And he does a lot with his um, pass catching ability as well as last year. One of the players that I'm going to have probably a lot of shares on this year and season long is Sterling Shepherd. He's just not being looked at as I think that he should, especially where he's going to be drafted in the middle of rounds. He's the number one option there in, in New York. And if if you're looking at in the, in the past few years, a lot of people were were willing to take Odell Beckham with the first round or a second round pick, and that's not a bad thing. And, and anyway, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I think it's crazy that your people are saying. They're not looking at Sterling Shepard as a middle round just because of the offense he was in. We saw Shepard did have some plays last year. He, did, he had some games that were big-time games. Now he's the number one option there in the offense as a receiver. Yes, it's the bad quarterback play. Eli Manning's starting to show his signs of being a over-the-hill quarterback. His, his time in the NFL is coming to an end. But Sterling Shepard's still going to get his. And where he's going in drafts and middle rounds, I'm going to jump on all over that. And I think you should as well. Let your team, let, let the other owners in your league not think straight. <coughs> excuse me. Not think straight and pass on Sterling Shepard while you can take him to middle rounds and have success with him having decent numbers in a bad offense, but he's still going to get his in that offense. If we're talking about that a bad offense, that's why I'm not going to touch many other other players. I'm not going to look at the Golden Tates, the Corey Coleman's. Might have a, maybe a share or two of Evan Ingram just because of the tight end position. But even that, I'm likely going to go another route at tight end just because of the quarterback throwing the ball. Yes, I like Barkley. Yes, I like Shepard. But that doesn't mean I have to like the entire team. This is a bad offense. This is a bad team. I'm only looking at Barkley. I'm only looking at Shepard. And I'm moving moving on from there. The fourth team in the division, the Washington Redskins. I'm not very high on anybody on this team, outside of maybe Darius Geis in the dynasty leagues. <coughs> um, we saw Darius Geis get injured last year, before even taking a snap in a, in the game. I think if there was, if you're in a dynasty league and you had someone drop him just because of that and not want to put him on their bench or put him on their IR, jump all over him, grab him, pick him up. Darius Geis is going to show that he is the running back to trust in that offense. Adrian Peterson still is there, yes, but again, Adrian Peterson is getting up there in age. Eventually, he's going to have to retire. I think this year is going to be the year that we, finally, that we do see what Geis did, and last year was a, was a bummer that we didn't get to see him as a rookie, but now we get to see the rookie as a second-year player, and I think we start to see why Geis was drafted by the, by the Washington Redskins. If we're looking at the passing game of the Washington Redskins, I'm not high on anybody. And it's because of the person throwing the ball. Right now they have Case Keenum linked as their starter. Most likely going to have Dwayne Haskins before, time is, before much time. You're going to want to see what you have in the rookie. And Case Keenum, in my opinion, is much more of a backup quarterback than he is a starting quarterback in this league. I am completely off of the entire pass catching options in Washington. Only player I'm looking at is Darius Geist, and that's mainly in Dynasty Leagues. So if we look at the entire division, I have the Dallas Cowboys winning division, but I also have the Eagles making the playoffs as a wild card. I think both teams have a shot to make a Super Bowl if, they, if everything goes their way. They're not my prediction to make the Super Bowl, but they do have a shot at making the Super Bowl. And I think the Giants and the Redskins are two teams that are going to be battling for the basement of the N- NFC East. Both teams have a long ways to go before they become a, a household name of winning the N- NFC East again. If we talk about the best player in the division, I think it comes down to two players. We're looking at either Saquon Barkley or Ezekiel Elliott. This year, I give the edge to Saquon Barkley, but I'm not going to call you crazy if you think Elliott's the best player in the division. I think it's more of a 1A, 1B in the division as the best player. And there's two players I'm looking at as sleepers. Love Sterling Shepard that I talked about, and maybe Miles Sanders in Dynasty Leagues as a sleeper. Likely not really a sleeper. People know who he is. And I love Michael Gallup as a, as a deep sleeper in redrafts and as a dynasty gem. Um, I, I just love the upside that I saw of Gallup late in the year, especially with the chemistry that he had with Dak Prescott at, as, as the year moved along. And now that he has a year under his belt, he's coming in his second year, teams might start looking more uh, to Zeke, uh, Amari Cooper's way. That's going to open things up for Michael Gallup. I and I, I think that we're going to start to see what kind of receiver Michael Gallup is. I like the Cowboys as a team this year. Call me crazy. I'm not a Cowboys fan, um, but I do like the Cowboys to win the division. I do like the Cowboys for a lot of Cowboys for fantasy. Not, not sold on a lot of the Eagles for fantasy, but I do like the team as a team itself. And I like a few players on the Giants, and not much more for the Redskins or Giants as a whole. Hope you guys had a fantastic week. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you have not yet followed us on Twitter, please give us a follow. On Twitter. And if you have not followed us on Instagram, give us a follow on Instagram. We are fantasy football underscore genius underscore. And our website is www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. We got a draft kit to help you win your leagues. We got some cool stuff coming out. I got a daily article going up every day. It's called Double Coverage, where I break down two teams every day for the next 16 days. We're three days into it. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying that. Hope you guys enjoy everything else. And we will talk to you guys later. Have a fantastic week. Have a fantastic weekend. And we will talk to you next week when we talk about the NFC and AFC North in the division series. Have a great day.